0: Hello ladies and gentlemen You might have been familiar with The great renaissance of cartoons on Nickelodeon There was once a crossover Unlike anything you've ever seen It was known as the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour when the Jimmy Neutron universe collided with that of the Fairly Odd Parents universe, it was a spectacle to behold. And what we're doing today surpasses that. It's off the fucking Richter scale. That's how you measure earthquakes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for an hour of the Sam Power Hour because awkward pause is going where no man has gone before. I want to introduce to you the greatest lineup in podcast history, starting with the classic Sam, Sam Atherton.
1: Now, Andy, have you ever done a power hour of drinking?
0: (laughs) Is that where you, like, the prices go up as you drink more? I feel like you're supposed
1: to drink a beer every minute.
0: Every minute, wow. Wow.
1: I I think it's something like that. I don't know. My friends always talked about it, but they never did it. Bunch of bitches.
0: I feel like it's how you die. I think so. (laughs) That's what, 60 beers?
1: Ah, that's easy.
0: Yeah. I throw that back on a Wednesday afternoon. Sam Kingma, Judge, Jury, and Executioner of Gongold joining us as well.
2: I like Richter, the Belmont character. That's my guy in the Richter scale.
0: Mm. Joining us also rounding us out for the triple sam triple penetration power hour
1: my mom listens to this
0: none (laughs) other than sam Mosier.
3: hello (laughs) i i know i'm in college so i should know this better but i believe a power hour is a beer every maybe five minutes so what is that um 12 beers an hour but then, fun fact about the power hour, I know most people don't stop after the hour. They keep going if, uh, if it's a, the goal is to be the last man standing.
0: What a noble goal.
3: <laughs> then Shouldn't we call it
0: uh, Beetle Royale
2: or be- Beertle Royale or something?
0: Yeah, that's oh, good. Beatles Rock Band. Beatles Royale. Fifty frat I see boys you just drop playing Beatles Rock Island. Band for an hour. ladies and gentlemen i'm andrew street i don't think i said my name i'm on this show too it's gonna be hard i don't know how i'm gonna keep up my endurance dealing with three whole sams it's gonna be difficult but we're gonna get through it and we don't have elmer here i feel like elmer is good at beating the sams into the ground that's his specialty (laughs) so boys since i've got y'all here i want to hear some fucking goofs Mr. Kingma, I know, yeah. has gotten a a job. I see him commuting all the time. He's got his paper bag with his Coors Light in it. Yep, you know it. <laughs> Sam, how's the work working life been treating you? It's been good. It's
2: been good. Just got uh, just finished training as of yesterday, so now I'm officially going to be on the vet floor, making the same calls I've always been, but on uh, this time with just a uh, out out of training little quotes about, uh, right next to my name. Um, it's good. Uh, I like I like work. Um, I hate the commute, but such is life. I bought the new model of the Switch, so I'm gonna start bringing that along. Uh, Hell yeah! Going through some games that I never got a chance to play through, and hopefully make the most of my t- my time on the train. So,
0: what's your door to door commute?
2: My door to door commute. Ooh, so it's about so it's a 53 minute train ride there, and and then there, and then back. Plus, it's a twenty-minute. It's about a twenty-minute walk if I choose to walk, or it's gonna take me anywhere between, but anywhere between six to twenty
0: minutes if I take the L. Okay. Damn. And have you run into any? Have you gotten into any altercations on the train yet?
2: Uh, no. But um, I've been close to having altercations with Metro employees. Because these bastards – okay, so a train is late by, like, 50 minutes, right? And no. I'm not going to get home until, like, 8 o'clock, and I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed. And they go, and they're going around asking everyone for the for their tickets. I'm like, no, you've lost the right to make any money on this train. <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't want to sh- – I'm not showing – I don't want to show you shit. I don't want to show you fucking shit.
0: Now have you dealt with the something that happens quite often on the New Jersey transit? It's a classic. Is the tra- they let so many people on the train <laughs> that they can't that's it. They can't make any money. They're not they can't get around to check tickets.
2: That is really funny. That's not the case. Okay. It's it's uh yeah, no. The train has never been obnoxiously packed. I always, uh, I take a fucking, po- I'm an asshole, honestly. Uh, on, <laughs> on my way back, I take a power stance on the, uh, on the train, so I'll go up to the second floor, the second floor of the metro, we'll sit on either the first section of the left or right side, push the chair back so I'm facing the one that doesn't move against the wall, and just spread my fucking legs out and look like an asshole oh uh, <laughs> be- while I'm drinking my fucking beer in a bag. Uh, and, that's, and that's where you'll find me. on the quiet car every single uh, every, Monday through Friday. Shout out Damn. to the
0: fucking quiet car. Oh, Wait, it what's, kills. What's
2: the quiet car? Okay. So, Sam, you'll learn about this eventually. So the train has multiple different cars, right? Okay. So it tends to be that the second to last train car is known as the quiet car where there's no talking and no one's allowed to speak.
0: Wow, so it's like the third
3: floor of the library.
2: Yeah, it rules. It's awesome. Because I'm not with anyone, nor do I want to communicate with anyone. (laughs) And I, it's awesome. Now, there was two weeks ago, I'm I'm sitting in my normal spot cruising, drinking my fucking beer. And I look over and I see a mom and like this eight-year-old kid. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck (laughs) is going on? And I am like, don't, I'm like, do not, do not shit in this sacred space. Don't you fucking dare. And yeah, you're way old,
1: too like, young to be this cynical. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've, I've gone full boomer in the last month and a
0: half. Wow. You never go full boomer. <laughs> you're making pro Trump
1: memes.
2: <laughs> I, have, I have ascended to, to boomer status at the ripe age of 22 years old. <laughs> Um, and it's fucking all metro's fault it's all fucking metro's fault and by the way these beers i'm buying on the train cost me five fucking dollars yeah it's ridiculous it's i hate it i hate it but then but then the woman who gives it to me she knows me she recognizes me she has my coors light in the bag fucking ready when i come up wow Um, her name is Anne. shout out to Anne uh she is just super lovely so i always got to give her a tip so it ends up always coming out to six seven dollars uh and
1: wait so they sell beers on the train in paper so bags they sell it
2: at the station
0: yeah in paper bags
1: oh my god
0: wow that's next level because at least in point well because i don't know how it works in new jersey they put them in paper bags but you're allowed to drink on the train
2: oh yeah no you're oh you're 100 percent allowed to drink on the train Okay. Yeah, I, I just like the paper bag, A, because it's hysterical, and B, <laughs> because it, it's um, when the can is super cold, because, you know, all those blue – sometimes it can get a little chilly holding on to that, so mm, the blue blue paper mountains. bag helps yeah. alleviate that. so
0: Now, yeah. so in, in good old New Jersey, if you ride the New Jersey Transit and you take up more than one space – They will fucking murder you. (laughs) People are out here. Like, I've seen people just be like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, if someone puts their bag on the seat next to them and the train starts filling up and they're like, Oh, can I sit there? They're like, Oh, you know, like I'm actually saving the seat. Saving the seat for fucking who? Then it's a whole altercation. Like, people go fucking ballistic. And the train attendants, they'll be, they come around. If you don't have your ticket out ready, they're like, Are you fucking kidding me right now, man? You got on this train, you don't have your fucking ticket ready. And so it's a big goof because here's the thing. I'll get on the train, got my headphones on. I'm listening to some music. I pull the switch out. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get some Fire Emblem done on the train. Then I hear the little punching holes in the ticket. I'm like, fuck, I didn't get my app out. Scrambling to get the app out. They get to me and I don't have it up. They're going to yell at me. They're going to make a fool of me in front of all my commuter (laughs) friends. It's a cutthroat world out there.
2: I... See, the, 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 the Metro attendees, they're, 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 they're much chiller people. I will give them that, but I fucking hate the train guys. I just, I just hate it. I just hate the length of it. I, it just is very an inconvenient experience. And what really sucks is like, everyone always tells me, they're like, Oh, Sam, you're downtown all the time. Why don't you ever hang out? down there i'm like because past eight o'clock a train back to where i live comes every 90 minutes so it's 8 nine 30, eleven, twelve thirty. 11 so i have to have my day fucking planned man
1: that's rough yeah yeah
2: so that's and- that's my uh that's my life right now it's good
1: <laughs> are the trains pretty consistently like delayed too
2: they're inconsistent in their, in, their, in their delays, which is, Damn. You, hate to, you hate to see it.
1: You hate to see it.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's, I, yeah that's what's brutal, too, was like, I just wanted to go home the other day. I was so tired, and that was the day I was, like, 45, 50 minutes late, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I would have been home, like, in 10 minutes had you actually decided to show up on time. But whatever.
0: I think Mussolini, he, he used to say he kept the trains on time back <laughs> uh sam atherton did yes, you eat hello. bear did you eat bear yet
1: i have not eaten bear yet it's happening on monday
0: now can you walk uh, me through this is it like a is it a special occasion so
1: i i realized that i have six weekends left in japan or in like before my parents come and my weekends are booked and this is the only weekend I have like available. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go on a little mini vacation. And there is a city about three hours from me and there's a restaurant there and they serve. It's like, I don't know what it is. I think it's like bear hot pot. And it comes in like a little cast iron bear. You lift the top whoop and you fucking eat the bear. How cute. (laughs) Dang. yeah
3: 10 points for right. presentation
1: yeah so <laughs> i uh yeah, i'm pretty excited i hope i hope it happens uh if not this restaurant also serves like the second best like quality beef in japan like you've got your uh you've got your like kobe beef and then you have your Hida beef and uh hita is near where i'm going so yeah i'm pretty excited
0: Do you think you'll be able to get a bear skillet type thing and bring it back with you?
1: Like, like the actual, like the cast iron bear? Yeah. Man, that would be... There's
0: no way they're letting you bring that back (laughs) on the flight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's some big dick energy, but yeah, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) Just TSA agent pulling out your fucking cast iron bear.
1: (laughs) Did I, did I ever tell you guys about the time I tried flying with a full rack of ribs? (laughs) Uh,
0: no.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, so Andy, you know, my dad famous for his ribs.
0: Incredible ribs.
1: Incredible. Uh and so I was like coming home or I was going back to New York one time and I had a I had all my clothes in my duffel bag and then on top of the clothes I had an entire rack of ribs that had been vacuum sealed. And I get through the TSA and the guys the guys like we gotta look through your bag. It's like, oh yeah. I've got ribs in there. He's like You a butcher? It's like Nah, no, me and my dad just like cooking. And he's like, Alright, like, go ahead. No, sir.
0: They're human ribs.
1: <laughs> I was like, like you know you know what? If they fucking could have been, what's the difference between a pig and a human rib? I don't know. Uh But yeah, so I, uh, I got through the TSA with, uh, with my ribs and they were fucking delicious,
0: but damn, I often, I always wonder, like, I never know, I actually know what TSA is going to stop on. I feel like it's always up in the air what they're going to pull out one day and be like, why the fuck you got this on you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking stupid, but
0: hey, I mean, I guess it keeps us safer. I have of... so much.
2: I have so much anxiety going through the airport, guys. Oh I yeah. just feel like I'm like I'm gonna say some shit and it's gonna get me in big fucking trouble, and that's how I'm gonna go to prison.
3: How many times <laughs> have you flown, Sam? Oh shit.
2: You know it may or may not be in like an odd number of times because I did a lot of flights from St. Louis back to Midway to get home when I was in college. Okay. But I would say. I'd say uh, a little less than like a dozen times, probably.
0: Okay. I, it's just the airport itself is not it, at least for me. So I, I get nervous on flights. But even the getting there, I'm constantly in the state of, do I go too early? Am I able to come late? Who knows what the security line's going to be like? It's hit or fucking miss. Oh, man. You, you show up Friday at 3 o'clock one week, no line. You show up Friday 3 o'clock the next week, line's out the fucking door. You're waiting in two hours and... Security, They're telling you take your shoes off. Don't take your shoes off. And that's the thing. I'm o- I feel like I'm always going to get yelled at. Sometimes they're like, you got to take the laptop out. Sometimes they're like, don't take the laptop out. You take it out anyway because you didn't know. They're like, why the fuck did you take that laptop out?
1: <laughs> yeah, the so rules like, change every other and, yeah, week. And they're always so
0: righteous about it too. Why
2: the fuck did you take that laptop out? doesn't matter. You're scanning <laughs> it anyways.
0: I watched yeah, – recently almost watched some shit go down it was like the first time i ever actually saw and it was the most innocuous shit ever like it was a mother and a daughter were in line at the tsa like right before the like to go through the scanner so they had put all their stuff on the conveyor belt and out of nowhere the mother just like yells to herself that she left her bag downstairs by like the check-in counter and she's like, "I gotta go get my bag," and the TSA agents like, "No, don't leave. We'll we'll send someone." And the woman's like, "No, I'm gonna go get it," and just fucking takes off running, and leaves her daughter there. Her oh. daughter. Oh. They, the TSA people, they're like, "How old's your daughter?" Or they were like, "How old are you to the daughter?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm 13." And they're like, "She left a minor here. That's illegal." And then they instantly are like. We're going to report her. They're calling in the fucking. Ah. And the daughter's like, please, she's just going to get her bag. But the woman, the mother was like kind of rude about it. She was screaming at the TSA agents. And so they, they like called in the fucking big guns. They like held her bags. They pulled the daughter off to the side. They called Did in. They like, slammed you know,
1: the daughter to the ground.
0: They fucking <laughs> put her in handcuffs. They said they read her her rights.
1: I don't think we talk enough about how close the word popcorn is to cop porn.
0: <laughs> cue title
3: card unincorporated Yo, minors too i i need i
2: fucking need like a like a cops spinoff that's just tsa bullshit <laughs> because i was on spotify and i heard the in like the cops theme just came up in like the loop and i'm like fuck wasn't cops like the best fucking show ever <laughs>
0: so are they not making new episodes of cops
2: Oh, I'm pretty sure they are, because, uh, you know, Florida, they'll never stop, you know?
1: <laughs> Florida exists. Yeah,
0: crime <laughs> will never stop there. Um, what is it yeah. about Florida that makes, like, why is it that the Florida man is a meme? What's, what's going on down there? Someone That's, in the water, man. Y-
3: you got it's people robbing
0: banks on fucking alligator backs down there. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare.
3: It's the heat, drives them all crazy.
0: Oh, the humidity. It's gotta be. Yeah. What a wild fucking place.
1: I want to hear about the third Sam and the Sam Power Hour. Mr. Sam Osher, I want I haven't talked to you in so long.
3: I know. How, it's been a long time life? since we've podcasted together.
1: Yeah, what the heck?
3: I am good. Uh, school has just started my senior year. Um, I brought in some college credit in high school, like AP stuff or whatever. So this is technically my last semester as an undergrad. Um, oh yeah but mizzou offers a plus one master's program um that'll cover tuition if i ta classes um so i couldn't pass up that deal so i'll be here another year to wrap up uh to get my bachelor and master's in four and a half years that's awesome that's great and then next
0: time we have you on the podcast you'll be dr Mosier.
3: (laughs) not quite that's my dad but maybe one day (laughs)
0: oh wait your dad is a doctor i didn't know your dad was a
3: doctor he's a he has a doctorate so my dad and my mom and dad both work in education Uh, they met when they were high school teachers um and yeah my dad's a middle school principal out like outside st louis and uh yeah he got his doctorate when i was in middle school so like all my friends call him dr mo that was like his nickname and whenever like we'd get him gifts and stuff we'd all brand it like we got him one of those uh those floaty things you said on when you're on a lake and it just says all of the stuff we get him says dr Mosier on it because it sounds cool
0: <laughs> that's awesome now could that he operate cool. on me as a doctor
3: f- <laughs> um maybe if you were trying to uh learn about the inner workings of the middle school system but other than that no
0: i mean my body is like the inner workings of the middle school system <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so what any uh what was the summer like Going into your senior year, did you do anything crazy?
3: I wish. I, I had a good summer, though. I was an intern for the Missouri State Parks. I worked with their social media and PR teams. I was writing press releases, um, but most of the time, like five days out of the week for the most part, I was traveling to different uh, state parks and state historic sites, filming, taking photos, and then taking them back to the office in Jefferson City and editing together, uh, material for their social media to encourage people to go out and check them out.
1: You're a regular awesome. Aubrey Plaza.
3: Yes, uh, you know, just a Nat Geo person in the making. Wow. That is now really did, cool, though.
0: Yeah, that is neat. Yeah. Did you Now, in the parks, did you run into any suspicious activity?
3: Well, so... You know, when you hear Missouri State Parks, I think of, you know, like, there's, like, Lake of the Ozarks and, you know, a couple of the camping and all this. But there are also, like, 30 state historic sites. So it's, like, Civil War, um, like, battles took place here. And, you know, this famous artist lived here. Like, let's take a look at what their life was like. So the most interesting character I ran into was indeed um, during my Civil War um, trip day. It was the first stop was at the Confederate Memorial State State Historic Site, which I did not want to go to. I was like, I'm not trying to meet any characters here, Um, but fortunately there was no one there, which I guess doesn't surprise me. But the next stop was the Battle of Lexington state historic site, which not to be confused with Revolutionary War Battle of Lexington. I guess Mm -hmm. there's a much smaller Battle of Lexington that happened during the Civil War. And uh, I was tagging along with the tour. They like to get photos and videos of like the tour guides doing their thing. And I was hanging behind to get a couple shots off it took place in this big mansion and there was like a battle going out in like the fields like the, the farm behind it. And so I was getting a shot of the farm field from the house, and uh, (laughs) this couple behind me, this old, and I'm a a state employee, so I couldn't say anything to them, but they're like, you know, some of these slave owners were actually really nice people. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, yeah, those were the, and they just kept talking about it. I was like, "Uh, please let me take these photos.
0: Dude, people actually be out in the wild acting wild for
3: real they yeah, need to it's... be stopped i was uh i also had to camp for the job uh occasionally wow. it was i think it was only three or four times during the summer if they were sending me somewhere like three four hours away from jefferson city it was just easier to have me camp there and then hit another park close by the next day rather than have me drive all the way back to jeff city and drive all the way back another time um And so camping, I met some characters, too. Like one time uh, I was set up next to this whole family reunion who had the sights next to me. And they brought a bunch of newborn babies who were crying all night. Oh, no. (laughs) Just a whole camp of
0: newborn babies.
3: (laughs) You hate to see it. And it was in the middle of July. That poor baby was probably I was miserable. It was like
0: 85 degrees at night. Yikes. So wait, you were just camping by yourself? Yeah. So what did you uh You got to get a fire going. You're cooking your your porks and beans on the open I flame.
3: I would like to say I went full man of the woods. But so like, you know, I had been up since I had to get up at like five thirty six o'clock to go out. I would check out a car. I would drive like a state car so I don't have to put miles on my car, which was really nice. And then, you know, three hour drive to whatever park I did that day, spent all day hiking, you know, talking to people, getting photos and video and then drive to the next park. So I'd stay over there and I'd already be there for the next day. So I was just so tired, so done, not wanting to, uh, like, have to, to, you know, bake my, my pork and beans or anything. I would just Google Maps where the nearest Taco Bell was. And go there.
0: <laughs> That's what I call fucking roughing it. <laughs>
3: You got to get but, through it somehow.
2: But speaking of roughing it, sometimes Taco Bell can, can lead to issues <laughs> down south. So
3: d- d- tell us, like, when you shat in the woods. <laughs> well, uh, I've actually – I don't think I ever had to shit in the woods for when I was working. But I have in this past year because um, I've, like – I was a cross-country runner in high school. And so I've really, like, picked up that again this year. And during that, I've frequently had to shit in the woods quite a few times.
1: Oh, no. Wow.
3: It's okay. It's it's not as bad as you, it sounds. It
1: so- so- no, it sounds like the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Are there other runners running by? And they're just like, there's, no, there's so the, classic the Sam Mosier.
3: Is- <laughs> you just got to wander off trail. You got to risk it, you know. Try to, you know, go somewhere where no one's going to find you. you that's, keep... how the, that's how the Blair Witch got the high school kids. That's how the Pioneers uh, did out. it. <laughs> you yeah. used to ride these babies for miles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I can't... I haven't been camping in years. So, like, did you pitch a tent? Did you get... Mm-hmm. Or was yeah. it, like, one of those ones you just, like, throw up in the air and it fully...
3: <laughs> oh, I wish. Like, no. So... The first time I went, it was... um actually during e3 so like i was so bummed i was out in the middle of the woods with no service when all these conferences were going on um but i was like trying to pitch this tent on my site and i i knew how to do it but just it was one of those ones where you have to have the like that really long rod be bent to give the tent shape and you know, I did, my arms aren't long enough to keep the tent, the, keep the rods bent long enough to get them through, like, the tent canvas. So, fortunately, I made, I made friends with a nice old man named Kent um, from Idaho
0: who helped me out. Shout out to Kent. He only killed two boys that <laughs> night. Yeah, I was going to say, he, <laughs> it was was like, not he really me. took a liking to you and didn't kill you.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, so the part of the routine was I, I'd set up everything I need to get as close as I could without needing help, and then I'd make a friend and have them help me you know erect the shape of the tent
0: and it was it spooky at all sleeping in the tent tonight hearing all the noises
3: yes so i don't i kind of get like a weird kind of like sleep anxiety with certain things so like if i know i have to be up early the next day i won't sleep at all because i worried i'll sleep through something and uh another example is when the the first time i went camping it was less just like the actual being out in the woods was scary it was my first time I had been out like on a two day with a like a state owned vehicle and I was just terrified that someone was gonna try to steal it in the middle of the night and it was gonna be my fault. So <laughs> I just spent all night like, is somebody gonna try to break into this Ford Focus?
0: <laughs> wow. Going Damn, up to the mountain to the that's Ford what, Focus.
3: That's that's what they that's what the state gives you <laughs> ford focus yeah listen the blair witch isn't what's scary it's it's car theft <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess going with like the national park camping ground is probably a good place to steal cars everyone's asleep yeah. there's not money i mean what's the ranger doing at night sleeping Nothing.
3: they're gone they leave yeah, the, there's there's one patrolling the park but like some of these parks are like You know, hundreds or thousands of acres. And uh, that was one of the first things my boss told me when I started. Like, I wasn't even going out camping for a few weeks. But he's like, when you do, always lock your car. I'm like, okay.
0: Now, did you have a weapon or any protection? What if a bear attacked and Sam wasn't there to eat it? (laughs) No, I didn't
3: didn't pack my skillet, unfortunately. Um... (laughs) I did, no, I, I had no form of weaponry, which, you know, I could do the whole middle school self-defense, put the keys in between my fingers, you know, you make with the sure keys. little, yeah. But, uh, no, the, the the biggest threat out there in the woods were the bugs. Are you guys mm. familiar with, I didn't know what it was until the summer, a, a blood gnat?
0: No, but I, it, sounds like it sounds like I
3: need it. It sounds terrifying. They're horrible. So they as gnats do, like, they're in the grass and, I mean, I guess I could have prevented it by wearing pants and, like, tucking the socks in over the pants and everything just, like, to prevent ticks as well. But, you know, it was 90, like, high 90 degrees when I was out here hiking. I was like, I'll take, you know, the risk. I'm not trying to be miserable all day sweating up a storm. Um, So, blood gnats are, they bite you like mosquitoes, but they, the like the bite doesn't manifest till like two or three days after, um, they actually bite you, but it starts itching before then. So the bite lasts. I had some that lasted like 10, 12 days, oh, and they were no. all over my ankles. Oh, it no. was horrible.
0: Yikes! No, no, no. I do they hate just this. do they look like mosquito bites or are they bigger?
3: They they look like mosquito bites. Like it looked like there was one point. Well, <laughs> so. I think I camped four times during the summer, but one of the four times, uh, because it was the hottest week of the summer, so thank God my boss helped me out. He's like, I don't want you camping in a tent. You probably won't get any sleep. I'm like, you are correct. Um, so he hooked me up with a yurt, um, which if I didn't know what a yurt was, it's like a circular canvas tent um, that has like wooden like lattices in it to give it shape. Um, and it's air, it was air conditioned. So, you know, chef's kiss to that. Uh, that was a great night of sleep, except when, um, there was, the, you know, as campsites do, there's only like one bathroom area. The, the yurt didn't have its own. So I had to, you know, walk down the, the campgrounds to the, to the shower house. I, you know, cleaned myself up, brushed my teeth and everything, walked back and I left the lights on in the yurt so I could find it. Like it was pitch black out there. But the light had attracted a bunch of bugs to the door. Oh, so no. w- so when I opened, I tried to, you know, be as you know quick and stealthy as possible, open it and shut it. But I let a bunch of bugs in. And when I slept that night, I think they just bit up all over my feet and my ankles. So like it looked like I had some kind of allergic reaction. That's
0: how bad it looked. <laughs> now, this yurt tent, I'm looking at this. This is nice, right? Wow, I think and-
1: Genghis Khan slept in the yurt.
3: <laughs> I'd highly recommend it. I think it's like 50 bucks a night and it can sleep 4 to 5 people, so if you're trying to go, you know, camping with your buddies, damn. Wow! So you had a four to five person yurt all to yourself? I did. Yeah, I was. I was reading. It was. I was reading. Um, Stephen King. One of Stephen King's new books. Um, when I was in the yurt, and that was the spookiest ever. Got. I was like, Oh, is the outsider going to get me? Maybe I should go to bed. Wow! I would not feel.
1: Should have called Kent. (laughs) Get over here.
3: (laughs) I
0: miss you. (laughs) Little emoji, is that you? Kent comes running
1: through the woods. Open the door. Open the flap. I'm outside. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Open the flap. <laughs> in Kingma. my in my
1: dream, the yurts have flaps. Yeah.
0: King did you ever go camping? Yeah. No.
2: Do I look like the kind of guy who would last four hours in the woods?
0: <laughs> no, I figured I'd ask. But so have you ever been to the are you familiar with these national parks that Sam's talking about?
2: That that Mosher's going towards? Oh, no. Oh, wait. We're we're still around. Anyways, um, <laughs> Got fucking worried for a second there. <laughs> Anyways, uh <laughs> sorry. Uh, so you're not one of the ones one To know.
0: Now, yeah, are Star there any Brock. national parks near you?
2: Uh, I think once or twice. You ever
0: go? Why do they call it that?
2: Because it has cannibals who are starving at the bottom of it. That's what happens when
0: you fall. Well, that makes sense.
1: Now. I'm going to need I'm going to need some help from my Midwest boys. Have you guys ever heard yeah, of, of the Yogi Bear Wait, oh. State Park? Hell yeah, I stayed at Yogi Bear State Park when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> now is it named after the cartoon? Oh, well, hell Yogi yeah Bear-themed? it is.
1: <laughs> I I mean, if this is the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah, oh yeah. Everything is Yogi Bear themed. You got your Yogi Bear. You got your Boo Boo you got your whatever the ranger is uh but yeah i stayed there when i was a kid and uh,
3: how old were you were you old like were you young enough to think you might meet yogi bear
1: i feel like i was i was a little too old for that okay <laughs> uh, however i was not too old uh for the tie dyeing. I, I remember there being tie dyeing you could do
3: were uh, you doing like the sifting through the stream for gold Did you guys all do that as a kid there.
1: yeah I feel like I did do that in California. We went to like San Francisco or whatever, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Mine for gold, kids!" <laughs> uh, I definitely did that shit, and I definitely thought that I and got I real just painted gold. Painted rocks. Oh, fun.
0: <laughs> now wait, I'm I'm getting a a water park at the campsite called Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park. Does that sound familiar at all?
1: Maybe maybe it is called Jellystone Park.
0: That oh, is that's actually the
3: name in the cartoon.
0: So wait, I'm getting a there's a bunch in New York. So this might maybe is the one you're talking about. Uh, there is uh, a Jellystone Park in Elmer, New Jersey. Shout <laughs> out. Shout out. The to one that I'm that.
1: thinking of is uh, I'm pulling it up here on the old Google Maps. It's Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Trademark. Campers are at Barton Lake in Fremont, Indiana.
0: Okay. Well, this is
1: right on the other side of There must be so there's so
0: many Yogi Bear Jellystone Parks in America. Who the fuck would have thought yogi bears a fucking yogi national so icon dude. <laughs> yeah
1: what's the point like what a weird like what why yogi bear
0: so this makes sense because now i'm thinking back to a video where it's the yogi Be- people in the yogi bear costumes dancing over music and i often wondered where was this <laughs> who was doing this in 2019 so there's also a water park at this one sam
1: yeah. Dude, Jellystone Park fucks. This is cool. Look at Andy, this. Andy, you said, you know, we didn't talk about it, but I guess we'll talk about it soon, but you know. Here you are here going across state lines, across country lines. hmm Next time you go to Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park trademark, camp resort, in Edmonton, New Jersey or whatever the fuck you said.
0: It's in Elmer, New Jersey. Elmer,
1: New Jersey, Elmer, New Jersey. even better.
0: Elmer Gordado, New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually, I almost forgot that I I guess I should talk about on the show that I went to Canada. Yeah. Um, Montreal, to be exact. Great city. A lot of cool people there. Great food. Mm. Great culture. It was a lot of fun. It's crazy to me that you're in New York and then you just cross the border and they're like, we speak French now. That was (laughs) weird. So like everywhere you go, it's like they speak French first and then they see my dumb American face and they're like, oh. Yeah. Hey, how's it going?
1: <laughs> you dumb American.
0: <laughs> it's like everything sounds so fucking cool. Like they're like, "Oh, merci," and then they realize it's, it's fucking Americans. They're like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> the language <laughs> is so much more fucking dumb. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good time. We drove up there. Uh, it took about like six ish hours, and wow. I got pulled over, and got oh. a ticket.
1: In Canada or in no, Hawaii? in the U.S. New York.
0: Yes. Uh how fast were you going? <laughs> I think I was I was doing probably 80 in a Lull. 65. I didn't realize to that I was going you so can do fast.
2: 95, no tickets required.
0: So it's <laughs> Missouri baby. The thing that sucks is that the interstate and this is why you you start to lose track of how fast you're going because uh the road once you get that far north into New York It's a two-lane highway, and there's fucking nobody. It's just forest. And it's like there's nobody in front of you, nobody in back of you, and there's just cops everywhere. Because they know it's only out-of-state people speeding through New York to get to Canada. Mm. And so they're there to make that fucking cash money. (laughs) And so I got pulled over. Uh, It's my first time ever getting pulled over. It's funny
3: you bring that up. This was my first week getting pulled over.
0: Ooh, did you get a ticket?
3: Well, so... My, long story short, my Wi-Fi was down in my apartment this week, so I had to do all my studying at the library at school. So I'd finished up my reading that I needed to do, hopped in my car, and I was passing through campus in front of the student center to head home. Cop lights going behind me, uh, MEPD, school campus police, and I'm like, oh, something must be going on. I pull over to the side, and he pulls on behind me. I'm like, wait, what did I do? (laughs) I was like, I made a a (laughs) complete stop. I had my turn signal on. Um, and m- mind you, he stopped me in front of the student center, oh, like the busiest yeah. part of campus. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> so he gets out and he walks in front of me and I'm like, what did I do? And he's like, sir, do you know, well, I think he called me son. Cause yeah. Um, son, did you know, uh, you had a back light out? I was like, honestly, officer, no, I did not. So he let me off with a warning, but I was going to bring that up and ask if anybody else had ever been pulled over.
0: Yeah. So it was, it was a weird experience so like i i was i went past him and then i saw him start moving like pulling out of his little nook and i was like all right it's over he's coming (laughs) he's coming he's coming for me and so he (laughs) he speeds up he turns his lights on pulls me over uh and he's like where are you going oh we're going to montreal we have a it's my girlfriend and then our two friends in the back so the car is full like we're going up to montreal for vacation like okay he does like a once around my car he does like the check the fucking registration or the inspection sticker like it's like oh god he's a hard ass like he's checking the goddamn inspection sticker so he comes around he's like all right can i see your license like all right i'm gonna go for my license in the back pocket hand him that now here's where things get awkward everyone knows friend of the show chuck street Law enforcement agent. So he yes. is always like, oh, keep your registration and like all of your information inside the badge book. Like where it's, he, he has like an extra badge that I keep it in with the PBA card. So I hate it. I hate it so much because it's like the cop pulls you over and you're, oh, you're obviously trying to get out of it by flashing this. And I feel like in my mind, it makes it worse because it's so awkward. It's like, hey, officer. You see this? How about we know what's going on here? Let me go. So I open the book, and I hand him the the registration and all that, and he goes, "What's that?" And I instantly, I'm like, "I'm like, oh, uh, I was like, this is my my dad's." <laughs> he was like, "What?" I was like, "It's my dad," and he's a cop, and he was like, "Oh, okay." And then he walks back to his car. And I was like, Melissa, what the fuck was it? I, I had no <laughs> game plan there. I was so terrible about it. I was like, just get this away from me. I don't really want to see it anymore.
1: You could have just been like, oh, you've never heard of Chuck Street? The hero <laughs> of Chuck Street Memorial Park? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he, uh, he goes back to his car. He comes back, and he's like, you know, you don't have any violations on your license. It's like, this is your first ticket. I'm going to cut you a break. So instead of giving me a speeding ticket... He gave me a violation of radar ticket, which Which makes no fucking fucking sense, right? But it's a fucking thing, but I will count my blessings. He, that means it's less points and a lower fine. Um, so I have to mail in my guilty plea, like the convict that I fucking am. And then, (laughs) you know, after handing me the ticket, he had the audacity to tell me, have a nice trip. (laughs) How fucking dare he? Um... (laughs) Which, it actually was right outside of the border, which I've also never done. I've never crossed over the border. And I, everyone hyped it up as like a, it's a pretty serious thing. Not serious at all. It took two whole minutes. They were like, you have any weapons? I was like, just these bad boys right <laughs> here. <laughs> and then I like got lightning. through. I expected them to come out with the little, the little fucking under the car mirror. Check if I had any fucking bazooka stashed under there or something. (laughs) But they didn't do any of that. They spoke in French, too, at the border. I was like, this is fucking crazy. And then Mm. I'm trying to think of anything else. Canada was mostly food and drink, so I don't really have much to share. But we went to the Olympics Tower. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. The 1972 or 76 Olympics were in Canada. And they erected a $1.6 billion fucking waste of money <laughs> and so it was the one that bruce jenner was in he was all over it or Caitlyn jenner uh like wow. they were they had uh pictures of uh when he was bruce jenner they had pictures of him everywhere um and so the whole thing about it is that it's the tallest leaning building in the world because they looked at le- the fucking leaning tower in italy they're like bet we and they built better. They built a giant fucking tower and it's on a like probably like a 70 degree angle and below it is the stadium and it like holds the stadium up and you can take an elevator up that's the up the tower but because it's slanted so because at that angle the elevator like sits on top of it externally of the building and like rides it like it's going up a hill Mm. and it's made of glass and I've said often on this show, I am terrified of heights. So we ran, we rode this elevator up. It's like all glass. There's these little fucking kids are jumping around everywhere. Whole time. It's like the of fucking going up the goddamn mountain. I was yeah, terrified. I it's like 40 years old. Yeah. It's fucking old as dirt. They didn't know how to build elevators back in the 70s. Hell no. I was terrified the whole time. But once we got up there, nice view. Even though I couldn't go too close to the windows. But, you know. And
3: I just look. Oh, sorry. No, good. I just looked up a picture of Montreal Tower, and that does kind of look like a waste of money. <laughs> it reminds oh, me of like in sci-fi movies when aliens land in the middle of like a field, and everyone's fascinated by it. That's like what the ship would look like.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy, and you can like tour the Olympic Stadium. They like still use it for some stuff. Um, but what the the coolest thing is the external like, tennis courts and track fields that they used for the Olympics, they've hollowed them out and made skate parks. So when I went, there was a bunch of people skateboarding. I was like, oh, okay. At least Pretty it's cool. not... But there's no security anywhere. Like, we parked in a parking garage and, like, got lost trying to get out of it. Wandered to this, what I guess one of the levels of the parking garage they're just using as storage. Just a bunch of gigantic fucking Olympics emblems everywhere, and, like, all this, like, old signage for the Olympics. I was like, why is there no one here just making sure i can't come up here and fucking carry this shit out (laughs) but it was oh no the olympics is such a weird thing where
3: it is like this ghost town that gets built in your city and then you just have to figure out what to do with it after the thing is over
0: yep yeah and this place had like so much upkeep that's the thing it's like once so it was built forever however much and then eventually like by the time it was completely paid off it was 2006 and it all, all in all it cost like 1.6 billion Jeez. it's like what the fuck and i think the olympics are coming to la right isn't that a thing at some point how the fuck's that gonna work where are they gonna build yeah. that
1: yeah it's really interesting like you know seeing and hearing about all the shit getting built in tokyo right now Like, they don't have enough hotels to, like, hold all the people. Mm
0: -hmm. And so,
1: like, they're just building and building and building. And, like, all these new, like, the stadiums and they're building, like, all of these parts of, like, Tokyo that are pretty old are getting, like, kind of redeveloped. And it's, like, I guess it's not gentrification, right? Because everyone's Japanese, but Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's, you know, it's really interesting to see people are like kind of scared of like all the all the change and how are they going to accept uh foreigners and all this shit and it's like it's crazy
0: yeah it's wild that they're just like yeah we're gonna host the olympics so we gotta build fucking millions of dollars worth of new hotels and all this shit just for this event and then it's over in two weeks yeah what a, two weeks Mhm. and then afterwards like what do you do with all this stuff now you got all this shit never gonna be used again
1: yeah. It's it's insane like how expensive the tickets are.
0: Mm-hmm. Like one of
1: my one of my students, he got tickets I think for maybe the track and field event, and he said like all in all ended up and it ended up costing him about like $8,000. What? For two <laughs> for two events. Jeez. Fucking insane. Never now, would
3: have guessed that high.
1: I, I don't know how good his seats are. Like he's definitely balling out and you know so this might be on like the higher end of like tickets or whatever but mm-hmm. still Damn. like eight grand
0: that's no joke no and I so was... this is the summer yeah. olympics is going to be in tokyo yes, yes. okay
3: next year. i looked up future olympic locations we have tokyo 2020 beijing oh, or winter 2022 and correct me if i'm yes. wrong wasn't how, summer yeah, how, 2008 in Beijing? Sun, how could okay. i forget <laughs> that's how i remember <laughs> too <laughs> Um, twenty twenty four summer in Paris, twenty twenty six winter in Milan, Italy, and then twenty twenty eight Los Angeles.
0: Wow. I just think about L A. and like, where are they gonna put all of that stuff?
3: Maybe it'll be like Disney World, where like I I grew up thinking Disney sorry Disneyland was in L A., but it's like in Anaheim, and it. It'll be like on the the outskirts of LA, but yeah. still call it out L- LA. Because mm-hmm. you're right. Like I don't know where they find space for. Like it. Like
2: how the medieval time Chicago castle <laughs> is in fact nowhere near Chicago. I looked it
3: up oh. by the way. Yeah, uh,
0: let's, I'm let's gonna, talk about this.
2: Okay. Uh, all right. So let's let's talk about <laughs> Sam, the the the, the soon to coming video. Sam Kingma goes to medieval times. I. You're asking a lot of me here because it's a 48-minute drive from my house, which I can take. And I said, well, what if I'm already in the city? So if I'm already in the city, it's still going to take me 40 minutes because of traffic and shit. And there's no good trains out to the medieval times because I thought it was going to be like the Rainforest Cafe where it is downtown. (laughs) Yeah. That is, in fact, not the fucking case. I looked up tickets. They're going for about $40. Now, I don't have anyone I can drag to Medieval Times with me. So, I'll probably have to go your... to...
1: You'll take You'll your go... mom. She'll go with <laughs> you.
2: My mom is going to say, Sam, no. I'm not, I'm not going to Medieval Times. You don't have any friends you can
0: drag? No one will be down for that? No one's going to be
2: down for Medieval Times. I highly doubt it.
0: That's a disgrace. So,
2: I have to go to Medieval Times times alone um and make a 48 minute drive and i'm gonna have to drive so i can't i can't ball out at the goddamn medieval times and the (laughs) tickets are 40 dollars and i don't even know what the ticket gets me oh it gets you the
0: dinner and the tournament it does get you the dinner yeah you get the dinner
2: oh okay then i guess that's not as bad because i was worried i'm like fuck if this just gets me in the door and i still gotta drop 35 dollars on the big stick of chicken no (laughs) fucking castlevania you know i mean let me paint you
0: let me paint you a picture here if it's anything similar to the linhurst new jersey medieval times you're gonna go in as you enter the castle doors they're gonna say you want to take a picture with the king and queen king and queen are gonna be sitting there you're gonna take a picture with them and it's gonna cost
2: you 20 bucks right
0: so they're not even gonna bring up anything about the picture later when you're when you're having dinner you're sitting in the tournament they're going to walk around with your picture printed out, and they're going to be like, you want to buy this? 20 bucks. Yup.
1: This is insane. it's I'm looking at it up right now. The price for the Chicago Castle general admission, $63. But there's
2: $24 off if I get it by September 2nd. If I buy okay. the ticket
1: by September 2nd. Fuck that. Yeah, but the problem
2: terrible. is, is that there's no way I could go... On, like, a weekday, I'd have to go on a Saturday and Sunday. Mm. And that is – and I think the prices are higher on Saturday and Sunday. So this is – and plus, I'm going to have to make a whole evening out of this trip to Medieval Times. Obviously, it's for the content, so I want to do it, but –
3: Same, King, I have a pitch. All right. Am I allowed to say your workplace on air? Yes. Okay. You tell your boss at Yelp, I need to go – I have a field assignment. I need to go on location to medieval times to sell them a Yelp ad, <laughs> get a day off work for it.
2: But it's but it's not a but it's not a local change. It would be in mid market, and I don't do mid market sales. No, tell you, You're
3: tell getting new you, clients. <laughs> yeah, no, tell me you need a raise. You're want upgraded. I'm poaching mid-market
2: accounts by by (laughs) physically walking into a medieval time. I come in. It's like, do you want to take a picture of the king and queen? It's like, no, but can I speak to the owner or acting acting manager?
0: (laughs) And now, here's the thing too: is that they're going to nickel and They're going to try to nickel and dime you along the way. You're going to. Oh, you
2: want to look up at the eagle? That's going to cost you five bucks.
0: They're like, you want (laughs) to you want a drink? Ten bucks. Two if. I don't, it might be similar to the one by me. The one by me, as you're walking to get there, you pass first the gift shop, which sells a, a variety of wooden swords and shields and maces. Mm. And then after you get past the gift shop, they have the, what I believe they call the Museum of Torture, which wow. is like a bunch of medieval torture devices or replications of medieval torture devices in a hallway that you can walk through, but they charge you $5 to walk through the hallway like you have to pay an additional fee to go through that quick little 5 minute hallway.
1: What? If you pay if you pay 10 bucks will they uh tie you to the horses and pull your arms off?
0: I mean, they might.
1: <laughs> Hell so, yeah. So
2: like the Rainforest Cafe, right? Mhm. You just you just get dinner and it's just the setting. That's nice, right? Mhm. I would much rather prefer to go to the Rainforest Cafe than spend $200 on this trip to Medieval Times. I
1: mean... that's what so, this is going to end so up much, at. That's so much money.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, let's see. If you, you have $40 to, to get your dinner and tournament, you got to get at least one specialty Medieval cocktail. Just one. Where it comes out Explored. in a big stein or something. And you bet your ass you better be slamming your fucking bowl and fork together when that (laughs) eagle's flying around
1: (laughs) (laughs) it'll scare the eagle oh
0: man i'm excited i cannot wait i just i hope you go on a saturday like packed house just you and like a family sitting next to each other and here's the thing you get assigned uh a specific like location in the stadium and, oh, okay. And your location color dictates, like, what knight you're rooting for. Like, if you're in the white mm-hmm. section, you're rooting for the white knight. And green section, you're rooting for the green knight. And there's a whole plot. Like, you know, they're looking for a knight to be the new King's Guard, And there's a lot of betrayal. It's the Queen's Guard now. Yeah, so, the it's, story, like a, the story it's like changed. a play? Oh, it's like a play, basically. Oh, and okay. And they they fight. And they ride horses. Um,
2: now here's the big here's the the million dollar question and issue here am i gonna get kicked out for filming in the medieval times (laughs) no
1: there were no there were no cameras back in the day
0: you're not gonna get kicked out my lord i think you're you're allowed to film with no flash okay well that's fine because flash is only useful for
2: photos. But also, like, how the hell am I gonna film this to make it look halfway decent?
1: Can you just bring a big halo ring and just be like, "All right, now, pose, your horse."
3: Oh my god! Could you fucking imagine? <laughs> I mean, he even walking if, in like he's about to shoot a hip hop video. Yeah. Even if you only get <laughs> selfie
0: pics during the show, I think your before and your after reactions. Like, I want to know how many like is it getting a 6 out of 10 horse rating from you like is that what the rating is based off of horses I think like it's got to be multiple ratings cuz we want to hear a rating on the food want to hear a rating on the drink the atmosphere the show like I want a full this review I'm the anticipating sound, it the graphics it's going to be great
2: yeah I'll uh, I definitely I will definitely do it at the very least by the end of the year um
0: but amazing
2: it'll it'll happen because tickets were sold out for quite a bit i was shocked
0: high demand there was like
2: one there was like one thursday that had some spots open that i was just looking at yesterday but like it's it's a packed house so i'm gonna have to plan my uh, a fucking evening around this so
0: i'll do that did you Have you been to the Rainforest Cafe in Chicago? No.
2: No, I have not been to the Rainforest Cafe. The last
0: – I walked in there. I've been trying to convince coworkers to go there with me.
2: Dude, I told you. You're coming into Chicago in like three weeks, right? We'll just go, and we'll spend your company's money to get dinner at the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs>
0: Can't do that, but we can go to the Rainforest Cafe. We can uh, – the last time I was in their gift shop, they had uh, a Pokemon on their merch. Like, they were definitely bootlegging Rain... Like, it was like Rainforest Cafe and that had a Pikachu on it. It's you like, mean a Pukachu? It's like, that's fucking... How's a Garbander? Ra- How's Rainforest Cafe doing <laughs> this? They're a, a legit company in America. <laughs> <laughs> They're just ripping off Pokemon.
1: That is kind of wild.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's right next to a Hard Rock. And that fucking gigantic McDonald's.
1: Oh, McDonald's!
0: Yeah, it's so big.
2: Rock and roll McDonald's is the most rock and roll shit of all time.
0: <laughs> I didn't know it's but called
2: the hard rock, rock and roll. It's called McDonald's. Rock, it's called rock and roll McDonald's. Why? Because it rocks and rolls.
3: It's got a bunch of like classic rock memorabilia all around the walls, like Rolling Stones, Beatles. Does it still have that? Cause they knocked it
0: down and then made it. Now it looks like a glass box.
2: Yeah. It, it's oh, like a futuristic McDonald's. It looks awesome. It looks like it's from like 2120.
1: Hmm. so the one wait, time i'm w- where... i'm gonna see let me say my story first because it's really yeah, same it's thing good. but where is your where's your office at
2: my o- where do you work i work in the merchandise Mart in chicago at the tail end of the loop
1: maybe i know where that is
2: yeah i know okay. if uh if you're leaving if you're if you're about to escape the loop you will stop it at, at my building so
1: what are some like what are some major landmarks that it uh, that it's near? It's near.
2: Uh, I walk past uh, Sears Tower every day. Okay. okay. I know where that is. I walk past uh this sex shop every day. Uh that always has homeless oh, yeah, people out front. Uh I oh, yeah. I consider okay. going in every I, every single day I walk by it I'm like is today the day? <laughs> is today the day just walk, fucking my fat ass walking in there? Um, (laughs) have you gone to Portillo's at all while you've been in the city? Uh, no, no Portillo's in the city, but I, I, uh, we have one in my hometown. So, uh, that opened up a couple years ago. Yeah. So it's very nice. Let's see what other BS do I walk past? I always walk past dead lawyers pub and honestly anything on Wells street. I'm just trying to think of the things that pop into my, my mind. And then, uh, got to give a shout out to O'Neill's by the, by the train station where everyone goes when they miss their their
0: metro <laughs> shout out to o'neils yeah sam Mosier, before we leave there's no medieval times near you right unfortunately i i wish
3: um the closest thing i've ever gotten is i guess we could have gone i've been to chicago twice and both times my the thing i was most excited for was going to the rainforest cafe hell yeah <laughs> That's how I knew about that McDonald's because, of course, if you go to the Rainforest Cafe, you're going to have to wait probably at least 45 minutes. So how did we kill time? We walked around inside a McDonald's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that, that little hub there, you've got all the shit going on. You've got the Rainforest. You've got the McDonald's. You've got the Hard Rock Cafe. You've got the Portillo's standing right there. You got oh, that that other Italian beef place that's like really tiny and
3: oh, Big Owls, Owls. Yes, beef? I yeah. think
0: that's it. It's good. Yeah, I think I like Portillo's better, but that place is also good. Mm-hmm. What a little fucking beautiful part of the city that is! Yeah. An ode to America, as they say. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Shout out to the Odyssey, by the way, on uh, in Chicago, the Odyssey boat. It's basically this really long boat that has just this glass covering. And it, the tickets cost one hundred and twenty dollars, and they get you a, and it's like a buffet, but it's on a boat. Hell yeah! And it's beautiful, and I Even watch better. it. I watch it every day uh, on my lunch break. I watch all the boats <laughs> go by by the river, and my favorite boat's the Odyssey because it is just the, it's peak Chicago
0: ac- excess. I love it. Boys, any closing thoughts before we bring this? power hour to a close yeah
2: actually i got a rant
0: uh-oh here he a, goes i got a, I got a rant i have a
2: a this is a uh rant against an institution of modern american life that i've recently had to deal with and it makes me really upset now andy
0: mm-hmm.
2: you and melissa you guys have been going out for a long time right yes how many years
0: uh just over five ish five
2: congratulations
0: Marriage <laughs> in the future, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: So <laughs> when you get when you get oh, no. when you get married, you're gonna have groomsmen, bridesmaids, all that bullshit, right? hmm And you're gonna ask all your lovely friends and, and maybe some family to, to be a part of the actual wedding ceremony, correct? hmm Are you gonna fucking make them rent their own
0: tuxedos? Well, I would hope that my plan I'm actually dealing with this right now, so I think this rant is going to hit really close to home. I've been asked to be a groomsman. Uh, I would hope that we could just do black suits and everyone would either have a black suit or can get one really easily. Keep it simple.
2: Okay. So I'm contacted by my good good buddy in, like, March. I wake up at 7 in the morning, super early. I'm half asleep. I get a text from him, hey – I just got I am uh I just got engaged to my girlfriend. Do you want to be a groomsman in the wedding? Of course I say, of course. I I love you. You're one one of my good friends. Of course I'll be a groomsman in your wedding. So, then he contact. Then he's like, "Okay, cool. I'll send you information like a few months down the line about all this shit." I'm like, "Great." So then he messages me and he's like, "Hey, We got to go get fitted for your tux at Men's Warehouse. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're doing that literally. You're going
1: to love the way you look. Yeah.
2: We're going to. Men's
0: Warehouse is a fucking nightmare.
2: We're going in two hours. He told me (laughs) we're only going to be in there for 15 minutes. I highly doubt it. I highly, highly doubt it. But we're going into Men's Warehouse. And he's like, yeah. And he messages me last week. When he's like, hey, we got to get set up. We got to get you fitted for your tuxedo. No problem. And then he sends me, he's like, it's $20 down for like the reservation. And the tuxedo rental is going to cost you $170. And I'm like, it's going to cost me $170? Why am I paying for a tuxedo for your wedding? Why are you making me do that? Shouldn't you be paying for that? And then I, so to which I'm, I'm like, this is stupid. So to which I then, of course... Asked my mom. I said, mom, is this right? And she's like, yeah, everyone does it like that. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking stupid. And she's like, Sam, this is why you were asked if you wanted to be in the wedding. I'm like, I didn't sign it. I didn't know about this contractual obligations. I have to. It's a trap. And it's, yeah. it, I've been <laughs> trapped because there's all. And then I found out there's all this other bullshit I'm going to have to do too. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pay for Beyond this fucking suit. And for what? A plate of food that's probably going to be, you know, fine. I'm picky. I probably won't eat that much of it. Open bar. A fucking duffel bag. Whatever Cassidy got his fucking groomsmen. That no way costed $190. For the fucking tuxedo
0: rental that he probably made them do. Now here, let me pitch you this. A friend who will not be named. I know he listens to this show. (laughs) So I'm in a wedding. They went and got their suits, the best man and the groomsmen. They got very expensive suits that we need to match. We cannot men's warehouse doesn't rent that many different colored suits. So there's no way we can rent. So instead we had to buy suits. No. So I'm sitting at a and now I haven't gone to pick the suit up from men's warehouse because that place is literal hell on earth. And I would rather see it burn to the ground with nobody inside <laughs> than go pick the suit up right now. But I haven't gotten a shirt, a tie, or the shoes that I need. Just the suit jacket and the pants and the vest. And I'm, a, I'm at around $340. No. And it's a, it's a fucking nightmare.
2: No, dude. <laughs> it's no. a nightmare. And, and let's <laughs> be real here. Let's that's, that's be straight up. Does a suit and a tuxedo look that different? Do they really look that
0: different? <laughs> I don't even really know what the difference is. I don't either. I say the same thing. One has
2: a goddamn bow tie. <laughs> the other has a real tie. Except sometimes not even. I'm just. I did not know about this. I thought it like I figured I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to pay for if I want the wedding to be a certain way, of course I'm going to pay the money to make that happen. Right. I'm not going to say, yes. hey, Sam Mosher, I want you to be a groomsman at my wedding. And he would say, thanks, Sam. And then I'm going to be like, all right, go get this tax rented. That's going to cost you $200. And then you got to get me uh, some bullshit saying, good job. You did it or whatever. Uh, then you got to do all this other bullshit. And and then Sam Mosher, before he fucking knows it's $1,000 in the hole. And he's in. He, you know he's not in sales like I am. He's working... He's working his ass off in in an, <laughs> at a, at a you know newspaper or some
3: shit. You know, he's got a pay. We for can't all this... be selling ads to medieval. Yeah, you can't all be slinging fucking ads
2: like I am. So I was like, I had this realization with my mom. I'm like, Mom, I signed up for this when I didn't even have this job, and had I not gotten this job, I know I would not have been able to afford this. I would, have been, I would have been so far in the hole on this.
0: Just racking up credit card bills on a tuxedo rental. <laughs>
2: it's, I, I was over the moon about this. And my mom thinks it's the funniest thing. She thinks yeah, it I, is the funniest thing. And I'm like, mom, this is an institution
1: that needs to die. She definitely would have gone to medieval times with you. Let me just say, she definitely I mean, would have gone. I
2: can gone. still ask her. The tickets have not been bought. Let's ask her right now. Uh, she, she, can we get her live on the show? She's left. I could probably call her. <laughs> I can, you want me to call her? I can ring. Sure. Her. I can ring her up and, uh, and... Let's
1: call her. Same Osher. Sure. So, how, what classes are you taking? so you had, you any my, good
3: classes? Um, nothing too out of the ordinary. Um, but like, I'm excited about them. I'm in my last Spanish class. I'm a Spanish minor, so I'll finish that hmm. this semester. I'm in my capstone class. Uh, mm. I guess I shouldn't. I'm I'm helping launch a project, a podcast project. So that's exciting. Oh, awesome. Um, I'm in kids so in college it, too. Hmm.
1: Kids in college oh. too. I love it. Oh, oh. hey ma. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, be good. I
2: just had a really quick uh, quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got I told my buddies I would go to medieval times, but I don't have anyone to go with. Would you be interested in like? taking an evening and going to medieval times When? like i don't know a couple of weeks from now we i don't have a specific date i just wanted to know if that would be something you were interested in at all um well if you had no one else i would go with you oh thanks mom i appreciate it okay all right love you ma
3: all
0: right love you, right. Love you. there we go it's there it is ladies and yeah. gentlemen
3: <laughs> we did last, it last resort yep. <laughs> No, I think
0: it'd be
2: funny if I think it'd be funnier if I went alone. Uh <laughs> I don't have I wouldn't have anyone to hold the camera so I'd have to do every I'd have to do all this career. I'd have to I'd have to put my my tripod on the uh on the wooden shields and shit trying to hold it up. <laughs>
0: You should get a wooden shield and sword while you're there, though.
2: Oh, you know I gotta. <laughs> you know I gotta.
1: Now, you gotta get a flail. How am I gonna
2: protect... I mean, I mean I'm mean, i looking... At, I'm gonna be hopefully moving into an apartment in, like, a year or so. Like, how am I gonna protect my home? I don't know if my future cat's gonna be able to, to handle all the intruders, so I gotta have some weaponry, you know, ready, because... Any if I was a burglar
0: and I saw you pull out a medieval times wooden sword... <laughs> i'd be like i've I stumbled into the wrong fucking house i'm sorry surrender. Sir. sir i'm sorry i will never let this happen again
3: same king i would pay money for you to after you leave your medieval times with your sword and shield set up a tripod in the parking lot and just start like loudly singing the zelda theme and you're just swinging the sword around <laughs> trying to cut fucking grass for money <laughs>
0: Uh, any final rants before we close it out here, boys? It's been a big one. Put it in the dirt. Bury it. <laughs> Bury this power hour. Sam, I'm going to ask you to be a groomsman at my wedding. But then you gotta, you got to fly to New Jersey. And...
2: You're not going to pay for the ticket?
0: <laughs> we'll see.
2: <'Cause laughs> I already, at least
3: make I him buy told, a I already
2: told my, my buddy Miles. I told him because he's probably going to. He's like in the he's in high running for best man i told him i'm like dude i will actually pay for the ticket for you to come out here like i i don't care like i don't know if i'll do that for everyone but for select people if it's (laughs) if it's high priority that they're present then i'm paying for the ticket because my wedding i'm gonna pay for it what a guy yeah damn ladies single hit me up at the daily sam k
0: Ladies and gentlemen, and specifically ladies, if you want to follow Sam Kingma, you can follow him there. If you want to follow Sam Mosier, where can they find you?
3: You can find me at Sam Scott Mosier. Uh, I also do a podcast with my friend Jacob Douglas, who's been on this show before. You can find that show on Twitter and Instagram at Kids College Show. It's called Kids in College.
0: Shout out to Jacob. What a guy. Shout out to Jacob! He's in New York. Woo. Oh, yeah. I should see uh, how far away he is from me. He would, he would
3: appreciate that, yeah.
0: Maybe we'll meet up for a good old New Jersey <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> he lives <laughs> in classic. New Jersey, right? Yeah, I think that he's in. he might be in New Jersey.
3: He's s- staying in the Upper East Side, but he works in New Jersey. What?
0: That's a hike.
3: Yeah, Oof. I think so. Yeah, he's like at the CNBC office in New Jersey. I think it's like a 45-minute f- a commute, Six- like 50 mm. minutes. Is that possible? Does that sound right?
0: Well, i mean the upper east side is fucking beautiful it's a good place to stay but yeah that's far sam atherton if they want to keep up with the bear eating necessities where can gonna find you ladies single catch me on instagram for two
1: no for like one and a half four months sam period in period japan
0: you can follow cassidy sergeant at sergeant Cass. tweet at him he's a defender something, whatever a they call it. PAX him.
1: defender.
0: He's a, he's a big PAX guy. He's an enforcer. <laughs> an enforcer. <laughs> Which is, I honest. mean like,
2: just look at Cassidy and then just think of the word enforcer and
0: you will laugh. If you're sorry. <laughs> wow. I love you, <laughs> Cassidy. <wanna> follow? <laughs> I love you, Cassidy. <laughs> you and just follow Elmer. When I
2: look at you, enforcer is not what comes to mind. Yikes.
0: At Elmer does, you can follow me at Super one r Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us for this Power Hour. Until the next time, all three Sams unite. Let our powers
1: combine. Let our powers combine. Can I get
0: a Sam on three? One. Count it down. Two. Three. Sam. Sam. What a nightmare.